1: Um, and I am Kim Hauer. I don't think I said that yesterday. So I'm Kim Hauer. You probably all recognize my voice if you've been listening for a while. So, uh, but I'm here with Erica Enzer again today and delighted to have her. Um, So we got to know a little bit about you and your family yesterday, Um, but as Tuesdays are Testimony Tuesdays, um, I'd love to have you share um, a portion of your testimony at least. Maybe something about when God became real to you, um, when it just made, like, it clicked, you know? Um, So if you would share that story with us, we'd love to hear it. Oh, hello
0: again. It's me, Erica. Um, Today's Tuesday, and my testimony is um, when I was 16, I had a child, and I gave him up for adoption, And um, God was with me the whole time. And I am so thankful that he was with me. Um, I didn't find out that I was pregnant until 36 weeks. Um, And when I did, my water broke at home and nobody knew I was pregnant because I kept that secret for everybody. My, My parents didn't know. My school didn't know. Um, I did go to a Christian school growing up at Calvary Baptist, and Calvary Baptist is very strict. If you if they found out I was pregnant, they would have kicked me out of school. So I hid it from everyone, and um, God was really with me because when I delivered my kid, I my water broke at home, and 15 minutes later they rushed me to the hospital. I had a beautiful angel. Her name was Jennifer, and she prayed with me and. Uh, then I knew God was with me the whole time, even through my challenge and and through my life that um, he was with me and I couldn't have done it without him. So I do have a 24-year-old son and I, he's got the best parents ever. And I'm so thankful for him. And I wanted to hit, give him a life that I couldn't give him. But um when I came close to God is probably about five years ago is when I realized that I, I couldn't do it alone. Um, I lost my job and my relationship with Tim was struggling at that time and God just came through and it was so amazing. And that's when I decided to give God, give my time to God. So every day I, I'm in the scriptures and I love listening to daily audio Bible and Um, the stories that people share is just amazing because every day I can get something out of it
1: and I'm so thankful for that. So that's a little bit about me. Yeah. You've um, shared that part about your son. Yeah. Um, I don't remember how long ago, but not that terribly long ago and 24 years ago. um, Yeah. And I just think that what a cool testimony of redemption of. God making something beautiful out of what we sometimes make a mess of. Um, you know, your son is living a good life. Yes. And I know you love him dearly and, um, try to, you know, reach out to him. And, um, I pray the Lord will bring the two of you together in some way someday, um, Uh,
0: in his time and he will, and I'm not worried about it. And I know God will, when the timing is right, he will reach out and I'll be able to give my son a hug and tell him how much I love him. And his verse is Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the future, for I have plans for you. Oh, sorry. I'm having a brain fart right now, but. plans to prosper you. Pr- plans to prosper you and not harm you. And that was also my son's, Devin's verse, the boys' verse and for my son, Robert and Devin's voice for all my kids. Yeah. Um, that God's here and that, and I
1: just wanted the best life he could have. Yeah. Well, I think that, um, there are many people who share that same story. And sometimes I think that it's hidden and in shame. And I think that is maybe more harmful to the faith than it is to be open and be honest, um, and unashamed because we serve a risen King. And he has taken that away from us. Um, he does not intend for us to live in shame. No. So um, I see that in you. And um, yeah, I appreciate you sharing that story with us. Um, beautiful testimony. So today we're going to jump into the scripture again. Uh, we are reading from Psalm uh, 36 verses 5 through 11. And I am going to read that today out of the New Living Translation. Um, So verse five, your unfailing love, O Lord, is as vast as the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches beyond the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains, your justice, like the ocean depths. You care for people and animals alike. O Lord, How precious is your unfailing love, O God. All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. You feed them from the abundance of your own house, letting them drink from your river of delights. For you are the fountain of life, the light by which we see. Pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest hearts. Don't let the proud trample me or the wicked push me around. So, as you reflected on that scripture, what stood out to you?
0: Oh, God, the word love, the word um, justice, the word preserves both people and animals, um, the word delight, the word I would... um, In scripture eight, where it says the feast of the abundance of your house, I will give you and drink from the rivers of delight, the fountain of life, your light. I see the light. Um, Continue love, righteousness, upright heart. I mean, God wants us to have an upright heart. He wants us to love as God shows love and God shows love every day by the simplest task by taking the time to smile at someone, by taking the time to help someone on the streets, by taking the time just to say hi. is showing God's love. And to me, that is beautiful. And especially what stuck out to me the most is how he preserves both people and animals are just as important to him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Think so what verse was that in? Yeah, verse six where it says, You care for people and animals alike, O Lord. Um that stood out to me as well. Um, and then in a little bit later in verse seven, it says, All humanity finds shelter in the shadow of your wings. Yes. Um, and you feed them and you let them drink. Um yeah. I found it like I always like struggle. I think sometimes with like, how does this work for God? You know, like he created everything. So obviously it's special, important. It's, he loves it. But then we know that there's fallen things and we're fallen. Um, but if we choose to follow him and love him, then he loves us back. But what about these other people who don't, you know, the people who Choose not to follow God. I think the scripture is pretty clear. You know, like all humanity, all humans, all animals, all of life is upheld by God. He is the giver of everything. And He doesn't withhold food, shelter, drink from those that don't choose Him.
0: Yes, He still gives it to us. And even when we, lost track.
1: He still loves us. And he's like, come back, come on back. Right. I'm here. Right. And then, you know, I found interesting intent. It says he pours out, um, pour out your unfailing love on those who love you. Give justice to those with honest hearts. Those are actually two things that seem conditional to me. Yes. And- unfailing love of God requires love from us. Yes. You know, he will give his unfailing love to those who love him and he'll give justice to those with honest hearts. So those who seek justice, yes, God will give justice to yes. um, those who don't seek justice and seek evil or wrong aren't going to receive justice from God, right? Or maybe it will be the negative yes. consequence, justice from God, not the, um, the fair and Whatever, um, and I think it only makes sense that it's weird to me sometimes when we read just parts of a passage because one through five, like it was, or one through four, right, was just left out. Um, yes. but if you read one through four, it really shows the contrast of one through four speaks of sin, of wickedness, um, and the the negative things that go along with that. And then verse five jumps into
0: yes, the right. goodness
1: of God and yep. all of that. Um, so I, I like if you re- read the whole thing and I encourage you all to do that today, read the entirety. So you have a good grasp for what yes five through 11 are speaking of. Um, because 11 seemed out of place, you know, don't let the proud trample me or the wicked push me around. Like, the proud, the wicked. They weren't really discussed in five through 10. So where did that come from? Um, But it came from the beginning of that Psalm, you know, where it shows that contrast of sin and wickedness compared to the goodness of God. Um, And I don't know if you noticed this or not, but in the NLT, I think it is probably the verse, the version, I should say that um, a very popular song. I love music, so that stands out to me. But if you caught in listening, um, the song Your Love, O Lord, by Third Day, give that one a listen because it is almost exactly the first part of um verses five through eleven. Yes. Um, so that song just jumped out at me when I was reading through this. I'm like, hey, that sounds familiar. Um so listen to that today, too, listeners, if you uh, want to hear that in song form. Um, I think Third Day does a great job of singing that psalm. Did anything else stand out to you or that you want to share with our listeners today? regarding um, this?
0: You mentioned in verse 10, and I'm reading in I, NIV this time, and it says, Continue your love to those who knew you. Your righteousness is upright in the heart. So hers is a little bit different. Yeah. And it says to me, that says that God knows our heart no matter where we're standing at. And he wants us to continue to show our love. Yeah. And, And also in number six, it says your righteousness is like the highest mountain. So God sees everything and the beauty of everything that He created, as if He's standing from a mountain looking at us, and how
1: proud of He that He is of us. Yeah, that is a cool image of um, you know at the highest mountains. That's where God is yeah, basically. You can he see is. all of it, right? Everything that's from creator of the universe. yes,
0: the, the the grass to the little mustard seed to the beauties of the sky. So, yeah, that, those verses kind of stuck out. And um, in seven, it says, how priceless is your unfailing love, oh God. And that's kind of like how it related to my story with my testimony is that God loves us so much that he gives us unconditional love, whether we want it or not. And he just loves us. So that kind of this verse kind of feel like, like related to my testimony with my son. And like how Kim said that we shouldn't be ashamed of what we've done or are having a kid
1: or life. So, yeah, yeah. his love yeah, is, unfailing. is unfailing for those who love him. Yes. Well, that you uh, just maybe perfectly segued into our closing for the day, because Uh I was going to read verse seven as our closing. Um, And let me see where we are at. I feel like I was going to read that in the NIV um, as you read it, because I do like how it says in verse seven, how priceless is your unfailing love? Oh God. Listeners, I pray that today you will feel God's unfailing love towards you. And that um, you will just feel the warmth of that. Um, And it goes on to say, may we take refuge beneath the shadow of his wings. May we feast on the abundance of God's house. And may we drink from his river of delights. I pray that all those things will be true of you today. um, And that you will just bask in that um, outpouring of love that God has for you. And um, just that you'll sense that in a real way today, and then maybe encourage you to share that with uh, somebody else that you come across in your path today. So I pray that you all have a great day today, a great Tuesday, and we will be back tomorrow for more. Have a great day. Bye. Goodbye.